Our scripture passage comes from the book of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you for reading uh, our sermon scripture for today. John chapter 10, 1 through 10. And uh, we are in the fourth Sunday of Easter. And we're continuing in our Easter series. Uh, called Risen Indeed, Living in the, Living in the Resurrection. Um, and basically, uh, the gist of that is that Jesus' death is meaningful and historical, but also something that is real and historical and that happened is Jesus' resurrection. And G- the fact that Jesus walked among the, us, died, uh, returned and appeared before his disciples, and rose again and went back to heaven um, and re- uh, resurrected to be with God and will come again has implications for how we live today. It makes all the difference to live in the resurrection. We are Jesus' sheep. We are the sheep, and he is the gate for the sheep, according to John 10, and the good shepherd, according to John 10. And so... Uh, this means so much. This means life and life abundantly. This means we have someone who is laying, who has laid his life down for us. This means that we have a trustworthy and safe leader, a leader we can actually trust, a God who leads us beside still waters and makes us lie down in green pastures, the good chapter, someone who is looking out for our own good, not just for their agenda, their political agendas or political motives or financial motives or just to get theirs or to manipulate people for their ends. But we have a God, a Jesus who knows us and leads us and guides us towards green pastures and still waters and life. For Jesus came that we might have life and have life abundantly. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for sending your son, Jesus. Thank you that, Jesus, that you are the good shepherd, that you know each of us by our names, and that you're calling us, saying, come, let me show you a good place. And that when night falls or it's time to go in, you're opening the gate and you're gathering us through the gate so that we can be safe. 
in your place. And so thank you for protecting us. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for leading us. In Jesus' name, in your name, amen. So I have a memory to share, and that's uh, a really good memory. There's no memory in my life better than, it seems like, the times when my, when my son, who's now 11, Isaiah, uh, was an infant, just born. And Isaiah recognized my voice when I sang to him and called to him, and it calmed him. And he, his eyes, like, lit up, and he turned towards where my voice was coming from in a look of recognition. And that just, as a father, that just filled me with so much joy and so much love that, oh, finally, my son recognizes who I am. Maybe he can't see me, he can't quite see, uh, but he recognizes my voice. And I think this is true because um, <clears throat> I used to put, when Janice was pregnant with Isaiah, I used to put my mouth right up to Janice's belly and sing Chris Tomlinson, Holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord, God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. And we used to do this uh, at our bedtime in the evening. And I would, we would make this a habit before we fell asleep to sing to Isaiah. And Janice would say, oh, he was, he was kicking, he's kicking in joy, or he's recognizing your voice. Uh, when you sing, he can hear you, and he knows the song. And so later on, when after Isaiah was born, and we would be trying to sleep train him and putting him to sleep, but he was inconsolable at night, and we were both tired, and I would have to put him to sleep in his crib, and he's screaming and shrieking and pushing me away, curling away, like if I didn't hold on to him for dear life, he would just fall on the ground. Uh, but he'd be crying, and so I would start to sing, Holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord, God Almighty, the earth. And his eyes, he would stop crying, and his eyes would, his head would be looking around in recognition. And so I like to think, I know that Isaiah remembers the song, recognized the song, recognized my voice, and it was a soothing voice to him, a voice um, that gave him comfort, a voice that made his soul still again. And so that's a really good memory for me that I've put into my memory banks. Um, and we see this. We see this as Jesus is here in John 10, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Um, he's making this point to the Pharisees. Anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of him and his sheep follow him. Verse 4, at the end of verse 4, because they know his voice. Wow. Right? 
Jesus calls his own sheep by name. Right? Can you imagine like a shepherd herding sheep or whatever you're herding? Maybe you're herding geese or chickens or pigs. And you, you had hundreds of them. And you knew each one by name, personally. And each sheep knew to follow you because they know and recognize your voice. This is the image here. The image is one of intimacy, of identity, of deep knowledge. So much so that even things that, uh, like there's a connection, there's an imprint, right? His voice is imprinted on the sheep's ears and brains and hearts, and they know to trust and to follow wherever he leads. And this is the same. Just as Isaiah recognized my voice as his father, as a soothing voice, we too, as followers of Jesus, as maybe you are a follower of Jesus, maybe you're, it's been a while, or maybe this is the first time, um, but you're searching for something, you're looking for something, because something in your DNA, something in your memory banks, right? Maybe in your womb, you were touched by God. You were created by God in God's image. And you're searching for that safety once again. You're searching for the voice of home once again. You're searching for the safe place of familiarity because you've been listening to so many other voices in your life. Year after year after year in your life, you've been searching for the voice of comfort, for the voice of family, for the voice of home. You've been seeking out that voice that tells you, oh, you're great, I love you, but it ended up being a pit of despair. You're looking for uh, love and acceptance and truth from the voice of leaders or communities that are telling you, yes, you belong. Yes, we're here for you, but it ends up that you ended up being hurt, exploited, or abused. You're looking for the voice of comfort, of family, of belonging from that significant other, that relationship that didn't work out that one time, and your heart was broken. And once again, you felt cast out into the cold, abandoned, alone. Maybe as you're sitting at home, socially distanced from those closest to you, unable to visit people, unable to hold people, unable to embrace, isolated at home, you feel a deep sense of loneliness. And you're like, Where, what voice is out there that can comfort me? Where can I find life? Who will give me life? I need life. I'm starving for it. And so you watch TV or you listen to the radio or you are there for the daily Governor Cuomo reports on CNN. And those, that gives you some sense of stability or, uh, or it soothes you. You listen to the radio. You pick up a hobby. You cook. You clean, you clean some more, you garden, you pull weeds, whatever. These are all things that come out of us 
as we're limited, as we're bored, or maybe we're just looking for some sort of conflict. Maybe the crazy is going on in our heads, right? And we go and we're impatient with that grocery checker uh, stocking the shelves and there's no rice, there's no TP, or there's no spam. And we're like, ah! But the good shepherd, the shepherd knows his sheep by name and is calling, knows you by name and is calling you right now. Is calling you and saying, come, you come. Remember me? Remember that my voice? When you were in your mother's womb, I formed you. I shaped you. I knew you even before you were in your mother's womb. And Jesus was singing to you and imprinted his life and your soul DNA. And now he's calling to you saying, come. I have a safe place. Come, let me lead you to where you can get sustenance. Let me need, lead you to where you can get food. Let me lead you to the place of hope. Let me lead you to the place of love, right? Family, let me lead you beside still waters. What is that for you? What is the peace that you're seeking for? What are those still waters? The clean waters you can drink from once again, right? Without fear of contamination, without fear of disease. You just drink because you know it's life. You know it's pure. You know it's good. Better than Pura Vida, right? Better than the best mountain fresh spring water that's bottled in the clear bottles. Better than that. Just drinking, unending, gushing up like a cenote, just clean water from the depths, the womb of the earth, from the hand of God himself. He's calling you by name. Come beside still waters. Come lie down. Are you tired right now? So tired. Abuji, so tired. So tired of worrying. So tired of wondering how you're going to pay rent. So tired of wondering if you'll have a job to come back to. So tired of wondering for your loved one's health, for your own health. So tired of waiting for governments, leaders, politicians to get, to get things together, to tell us it's okay. Or to tell us it's not okay to go out yet. Or to tell you whatever. Just tell us the truth. Just tell us the truth. And it's so hard to trust in these days, to trust the voices. Amen? I am a cynical person. I am a naturally distrusting person. Right? It doesn't matter if people are giving me information. I like to find out the facts for myself and research it before I take a step. Because... I know that people lie because I know that, you know, there's biases. I know that people have agendas when they give information. And it's so hard to trust, but Jesus is saying, trust me. Jesus is saying, trust me. And this is how you know. Because therefore, Jesus said again, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. 
All who have come before me are thieves and robbers. Any other people are thieves and robbers. They're come, trying to get into the gate and steal you away for themselves. To woo you away, maybe. But they're not looking to give you life like I am. I am the true gate. This is what Jesus is saying. I am looking out for your good. I have no reason, no agenda. Nothing is self-seeking about my love for you. That's why you should listen to me. I am here to give you life and life that you may have life in the full. But here are so many thieves and robbers who would want to steal you away, not to love you, not to give to you, not because they're, but because they're self-seeking. They want to devour you. They want to rip your wool and eat of your flesh. They want to tear you apart. So listen to me, and when you enter by my gate, you will be saved. When you roll with the good shepherd, you can go in and you can go out, the scripture says. You can go in, out to the pastures, go back into the safe pen. There's boundaries, there's lines, and I protect those boundaries. Boundaries are good. If those who are setting them are good, not to trap you, not to enslave you, but to give you safety inside the fences and freedom and letting you out the gate to pasture. Freedom in the pastures to eat and frolic and safety in the pen through the gate. Safety from the dangers, the predators, and the robbers out there who would devour you. I used to have a mentor um, that told me, you know, I asked him about leadership and, you know, what are good leaders and bad leaders. And he said, Dave, you know a good leader when you can tell, you know when they're laying their life down, when they're making sacrifices for the sake of others, for those that are leading. And that's the question you should ask yourself when you evaluate your leaders, your bosses, your government officials, your pastors, your deacons, your mentors. Are they feeding off of their people? Or are they laying themselves down for the sake of their people. Jesus said, he who wants, when the disciples were arguing about who is the greatest, Jesus said, he who is to be greatest of all must first be servant of all. And he set that example by going to the cross and laying his own life, the ultimate sacrifice, for the sake of the world. Right? He could have saved himself. He could have dominated those who are unjustly punishing him, torturing him, and killing him. He could have jacked everyone up. He had the power. He has the power. And yet, he laid it down for our sake. That is leadership. That is love. And we see that in the following uh, verses, after verse 10 in chapter 10 of John. Jesus goes on to say, I am the good shepherd. 
I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Not like the hired hand. The hired hand is not the shepherd. It does not own the sheep. So when the hired hand sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Right? I am the good shepherd. Later in verse 14, I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. And this is another one of the I am statements in John, the Gospel of John. Right? It echoes of God saying, I am. Right? That's I am God. I am. Jesus is saying, I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the gate for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I am God, and I lay my life down for you, my sheep, and I'm good. Take that away. Take that and trust that and lean into that. That's what I'm saying. Lean into the truth that in Jesus is life and life to the fullest. There's goodness here. Trust in Jesus. And in these times of crisis, we, the fact that we're going to worship or trust something, someone, is not out of the question. We will. We're scared. We desire. We long. We hunger. We thirst. We are made for worship. We are made to trust and lean into something Something to be an anchor. Something to hold on to. When it's windy, right? There's a hurricane. We're going to hang on to that tree for dear life. Something. So if you're going to hang on to something, remember the voice of Jesus. The voice of life and life and abundance. And cling. Follow that voice in the storm, in the darkness. Go seek after that with the wind beating against your chest and the rain coming, flying into your face and the clouds and the thunder cracking, the thunder rolling and the lightning flashing. Run to that voice. Jesus is calling you. Jesus loves you. Jesus is going to give you life and life abundantly. We know his voice. We recognize he's singing a song of comfort into your soul. Follow him. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for your word. You know us, and we recognize your voice. Maybe we haven't heard it for a long time, or maybe we've ignored it or forgotten it. But you're calling out to us once again to the place of safety and freedom. Safety and freedom and life. Help us to listen, recognize, and follow in these confusing times uh, when there are so many competing voices, so many robbers and thieves and wolves that would come to destroy and devour us. Help us to trust you, the one true leader, the one true God, the one true God.